thank you for tuning in to my podcast. My name is Angelo Trujas, and I am an educator with the Hastings and Prince Edward District School Board. This podcast is being created for the Co-op Part 1 course at York University. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about mental health uh, and our students and student resilience. Obviously, a very current topic given the COVID-19 pandemic and uh, so many changes happening to education and the way our children learn. Uh, they've been forced to learn from home for the larger part of the last 18 months. And uh, not only have they had to change the way that they learn, um, a little bit of isolation from their friends, an inability to uh, participate in extracurricular, and so many other things. Uh, we've seen that there has been uh, a rapid increase in uh, mental health needs for our students. Uh, McMaster's Children's Hospital, um, as an example, uh, stated in the first four months of the pandemic, uh, suicide rates amongst teens um, tripled. Uh, referrals to their um, eating disorder clinic at their hospital increased by 90%. And these are just a few of the statistics uh, that we've seen out there. Um, so let's talk about maybe some of the things that we can do here. Uh, to support our students uh, going through. So obviously we need to look at uh, mental health not in isolation, but as, as part of a larger uh, educational system because when our children uh, are feeling well and their well-being uh, uh, is taken into account, then obviously their ability to learn and to grow within the classroom uh, is also there. So it's kind of interconnected that when we're talking about learning and teaching, we've got to make sure that children's mental health is in the right place and we need to have those supports. Um, we also need to look at outside sources. We are by nature an education system. We teach kids and we don't have all of the solutions. So I'm um, looking for all of those outside community agencies uh, to be able to support our students and our families is really imperative and also to support our teachers. We are not experts in this area. Uh, we need some more training in this area as well. And uh, again, just some collaboration between our school boards, our community, uh, our provincial government and providing additional funding uh, is imperative as we support our students and try to create uh, some more resilience in the classroom. Um, so as we are um, promoting positive mental health, what does that mean? What is it that we can be doing? So when we look at um, positive mental health, there are a number of things that we can be doing in our classroom. It was really nice to read recently that we could see a return to sports and uh, extracurricular activities uh, to post-secondary in September because when our children are being active, when they have an outlet, we know that promoting an active, uh, healthy living is also promoting their mental health. Um, we can be proactive in some classes. It's very obvious, like a phys ed class where we're talking to youth about uh, healthy eating habits and making proper choices when it comes to uh, the food that they're putting into themselves, providing them with healthy eating options at our um, school. So at our school, we have uh, a food uh, for learning program where students can come and grab a meal, uh, be it at breakfast or at lunch, so that they're not having to worry about that element. And I think when they are fed and that they know that there's a safe place where they can go where they're not going to be judged, that's going to also promote some positive mental health. Um, within our classrooms, we should be taking some time to be teaching um, 
some self-awareness skills to be able to identify when maybe there are some mental health issues coming up and to feel comfortable to uh, seek some some help. Maybe we can be teaching some coping skills, some stress management skills, but also letting students know that it's a, it's a safe environment within our schools um, to identify that they're not feeling right and that they need some help. Um, we need to be open in our environment. So uh, I'm a business teacher by nature, but there are areas within our classrooms where we can take a step back and put the curriculum aside and talk about life a little bit so that students know that we are there to address their problems and their questions. And if we don't have the answers, that we've got some area to take them to um, to get some of that support, be it our guidance counselors, our student success, uh, a local school nurse, or the community supports that I talked to earlier. I think we need to build into our classroom as well um, some time for students to relax and kick back and realize that the learning portion is important, but there's also um, the collaborative um, portion of learning that's important where we take a step back and we look at some of the larger uh, picture items um, in our society and, and what they will be looking at in their futures. Um, we also need to support student families. So we have to have materials available, not only to the students, but also their families. Often families have approached, uh, I've had uh, families approach me with um, children who are really going through some mental health issues and they don't know the answers. They've never been through it before either. So providing the support to family, I think ultimately helps our students as well. So as we look at some other proactive things, let's talk about maybe some things we can do for our students. So when we talk about literature and all that stuff, that really isn't talking our kids' language. Um, at our school board, what we've done is we've actually provided uh, some sources uh, to our students for some apps that they can add to their phones um, that are there to support them. So should they want some support outside of school or independently, what are some ways we can support them that fits into their lifestyle? Uh, some of these apps are really easy to find on the um, on Google Play or on the Apple um, uh, podcast store or wherever or Anchor or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, some of them include the Kids Help Phone. Uh, there's an app called Always There. Um, there's also an app called uh, Be Saved, uh, and that's by an organization called Mind Your Mind, which is a publicly funded um, app in Ontario. Uh, there are some organizations uh, such as Anxiety Canada. They've got an app called MindShift that focuses on anxiety, uh, sleep problems, uh, so many more. The Royal Ottawa Mental Health Centre has an app called Healthy Minds um, that's geared towards students and coping with stress. And um, those of you from the Ottawa area would be familiar with a, a former hockey player, Luke Richardson, whose daughter... Um, Darren Richardson committed suicide at the age of 14, and there are a lot of initiatives in Ottawa um, through the Ottawa Senators, um, through the Royal Ottawa Mental Health Centre that are uh, geared to help students cope with stress and with their mental health. So when we're speaking the kids' languages and we're saying instead of here's a pamphlet or here's some written documentation, rather than doing that, saying here are some apps you can add, and as you're feeling something, you can go to these resources to get some support when in-person support isn't available. I think that's important for our students as well. Um, I think it's imperative for our um, students uh, to know that we are there to support them, um, to know that the classroom is a safe place for them, that it's a supportive place, 
that we have systems in place to support them if and when they need additional mental health support. And when we make mental health a priority, we are making student success a priority. It goes hand in hand. We cannot have student success without mental health and well-being. And by doing all of the things that we've talked about in this podcast, we're going to make a more resilient student, a student that recognizes if and when they need some support and uh, a school that's going to be far more inclusive, uh, diverse and responsive to student needs. Thanks for listening to this podcast. And uh, again, this was made for the York AQ Co-op Part 1.